Yeah. So, hey everyone. Hold on, stop. Okay, okay, okay. 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 So, hey everyone. We're back from a much-needed break and being absent in radio silence for like a month or two. But hey, we have another episode of Out of the Abyss campaign for you all today. Yeah. Thanks so much for sticking with us and continuing to listen to the adventure. No, no. You need to be more like apologetic that we missed an upload or we've been slacking. You need to really. Thank you, sell thank it. you so much for sticking with us and continuing to listen to our adventure. I know. Oh my god. I think that's I think that's too far over. I need to dial it back. You know, you're not you think about like not to the point of hyperventilating. Huh. Oh. Yes. And thank you so much for sticking with us and continuing to listen to the adventure. Things of the world have been crazy, so to speak, but it is good to know that we can all get together and roll dice. Ooh, I think you nailed it with that tone. <laughs> but hey, with this new year, we're going to try to change some things up. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be changing some things up. We're going to, um, you know, do these intros and outros a little differently. And we're going to try to maintain a monthly upload schedule. Thanks for sticking with us. So as usual, continue supporting this riveting podcast on Patreon. <laughs> we will give you a shout out at the start of the podcast episodes and we will also put your name in the credits of the YouTube upload. But if you uh, don't want to do that, that's fine. You can also visit us on social media and check us out on those accounts. And another option is you could just rate our podcast on Spotify or Podcast Addict or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. They made things kind of easy now, which is nice. Like on Spotify, all you have to do is hit rate and you know five stars oh and while we were on break i actually started another podcast with a friend of mine we call it just pick something it's a movie discussion podcast where we just you know talk about movies we've recently seen and it's a pretty chill listen i highly recommend but hey kind of biased in that department and we appreciate you not skipping this intro enjoy the episode hello oh is this where i was supposed to come in yes oh man i'm sorry for talking so much go ahead do your thing thanks Previously in the campaign, players spent some time bonding with the rescue traders as they traversed through the caverns. They tried a bit of their rares and even engaged in a little musical entertainment, thanks to our Mykonid bard. They soon part ways and the group wanders into a crystallized cave. Hilarity ensues when Enoki, Ant, and Crop attempt to mine some crystals. During the chaos, the players run into someone and are faced the tendril with the mind flare. What will happen with this encounter? Next on the initiative, Crystal Connections. Hey guys, welcome back to Out of the Abyss, another episode, another session. Go, go ahead and take the benefits of a long rest. I will, and if you want to have any conversations, there's a need for one to two watches. Who would like to take the first watch? Yes, I could. So, Ugesh, it, you guys have no uh, actual need for a campfire. Um, you are good with the rations and the water you gathered. The area around you is completely illuminated by these crystals, so you don't have to worry about perception. At advantage, give me a perception check uh, as you start your watch and tell me what you're doing. Uh, perception. Uh, perception check. A whip bench. Ooh, what do you want? A lot better than me. 14's my highest. Okay. It, what are you doing while you are, are, do, are surveying the area doing your watch? So there's no real, like, bodies of water around is there no you are in a stone cavern just covered with crystal crystals i am just kind of without straying too far from the group just kind of exploring a little bit oh like, stray away yeah i'm not straying away i am looking at the cool rocks and the weird plants and also staring at the vine flare very intensely. So you're walking around uh, one of the smaller caverns next to the party. I guess kind of like just anxiously walking around. Okay. You're just exploring and you see how everything in here, even the plant life is covered by these crystals. Um, you lean down onto the rocks and inspect and the rocks turn out to be pieces of moss that break apart when you touch them. 
for the inspection shows a, a tiny beetle that was moving infusing this crystal you pick it up and look at it if you want you can pocket it i'm pocketing that yeah go ahead and mark a one favorite quartz beetle hell yeah awesome as you are inspecting it in your head across the room you just hear incredible how the magic works seems to not care for living or dead and just encases everything will it get us he he kind of just point, lifts a tendril and it moves around as if it's detecting something before answering and then you hear in your head uh unless we stay here for a long period of time not moving also it's just affecting the crystals right now there's no apparent fog so to speak we're, we're good little one okay um i think that's all it has at the moment ugesh what are you doing um i mean i guess i'm just watching is there something specific i should be watching and some you be on the lookout for anything approaching. Nothing of the uh, nothing really shows up. At during an hour or two into your watch, you see one of the gnomes get out of their tent, and it's the earlier one that's tried to make a conversation with you earlier. Mert, he goes around to the back of his tent, and you just kind of start seeing him shadow box to himself. Um, I'm. I guess I'm interested, but. It sounds something I guess I'd approach. No. As he does, uh, you notice that his style has a lot of surface world techniques. Um, it's from your travels, through your challenges, through the people you fought, you've gained a nice little wealth of experience and knowledge of fighting techniques. He doesn't seem like he's fighting in a typical gnomish way down from down here. And I question him tomorrow. It's a bit too late to try doing anything today. <laughs> he continues doing that for another hour and a half and then goes back into the tent. At this point, you guys, uh, your watch is complete. Uh, you can continue try staying on the watch or switch it over to two other people. I go to sleep. Yeah, I need my sleep. Okay. So who do you awake or alert for the watch? As you both go into your tents, uh, you hear in your head uh, from Grizzlax. I can, I, I perfectly fine staying up here if you want to just awake one person. Yeah, I, I awaken. Okay. Who wakes up in Noki? I do, because he's poison resistant. <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, oh, you remembered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello. And go ahead and give me perception check and give me, tell me what you're your general uh, activity while you do your watch. Um, Alright, let me give you that perception roll. And don't turn out to be not cool, Grigalax. 22. <laughs> you turn and you see him expand his tendrils towards you, encasing you, aiming for your brain. Oh my god, I knew it! <laughs> Living up to his name. <laughs> I guess my immediate thing is just kind of like hanging out, just tuning my spell focus. Nothing of interest really happens as you guys stay and watch. Grizzlex just hums a tune to himself and pretty much observes the cat. He doesn't seem to be too interested in you all once you begin to rest and relax. He seems to pay more attention to the crystals and the rocks around the cavern. Sometime as the hours pass, you kind of you hear scurrying on the side of the wall. Off into the distance, you see a carrying crawler just crawling up to a hole in, a hole in the wall and making his way in there. Dang, man, I wanted to talk to Grilax about, you know, a little more about him, but now I'm worried about carrying crawlers. What's a carrying crawler? Think of, like, a really large worm. A really large grub worm. Yeah, with, like, big teeth. If it has a lot of appendages, it's not a worm. <laughs> no, here, I'll pull up a picture. Like, I like it! Like, He's fat. <laughs> he, he looked really gross, though. Give me another perception check as you kind of just eye this carry and crawl him, uh, scurrying around. Oh, well, that wasn't as good that time. I got an eight. Eight. As it goes into this hole in the ceiling, you, it seems... It's hard to make out, but it looks like there's some sort of letter handle on the top of it. But that's all you can make out as it uh, squeezes into the hole and disappears. So, um... I guess before I start, like, asking him questions about himself, 
I ask him, uh, do you think we have to be worried about the carrion crawlers in this area? Uh, if they are smart, they wouldn't try to pick us off or pick off a large group. I, I think we would just have to worry about if we separated and if we were left by ourselves. We should be fine. We have a large uh, company. Okay, cool. Well, if you're not worried, and given who you are, seemingly very powerful, perceptive person, then I am not going to be on like too worried either. Right. But I gotta know. Well, um, what is the the society? You you said you're a part of a society. What's that? If you have a better insight than others in, in when it comes to creatures without a face. So you can kind of see a smile on, uh, appear when you ask this, and he just... Oh, it's a group of intelligent monsters like myself who has decided to, instead of just be part of the Underdark, address issues in the Underdark, um, investigate mysteries and curiosities, learn about where these secrets come from. Biggest no. one is the favorites that tra uh, we traverse through. But do octopus even have? Do they even have eyelids? I'm gonna go on the record and canonically say that calling a mind flare octopus is a racial slur, my. Oh, oh, dang! I've been waiting for this. <laughs> okay, mollusk Americans. <laughs> no, mollusk abyssians. Because <laughs> they're in the abyss. <laughs> Subterranean so Mollusk Abyssians. <laughs> cool name to for people of the Underdark, the Abyssians. Cool name for a band, Mollusk Abyssians. That is a cool name for a band. So, um, alright, I guess I just uh, take in all that info and I'm like, huh, that's interesting. I never, I mean, with the Underdark being so large and fast and harsh, it seems like a goal with more risk than reward. Oh, I, it depends on how you look at it. We're not going to kingdoms or societies and trying to right political wrong. We are focused on how the world changes as time progresses, what influences are affecting the environment. Uh, for example, uh, if you around here, it's a very uh, creature like it has. There's a lot of spiders in this area. There's a lot of grub-like worm creatures. Most of the meals and things that they t uh, choose for sustenance is on the ground. Uh, where you're traveling, the dark lake, they the creatures have changed there. Or whatever um, is influencing that area, should we uh, making the monsters more violent and more angry? Seems um, like the water is also responding to these effects as well. The creatures in the under underwater to have multiple heads or appendages. Oh, I was gonna say, should we, we be concerned or worried, but it sounds like we should be worried on guard a little bit. Well, you should be worried everywhere you go, sir. This, this is the underdark. Yeah, but more so. I mean, I had a feeling what to expect, but now I'm feeling like we should always just be considering the unexpected. Well, you might get it. So once you know about the strange disappearances around your home, your terrain, how infections seem to have strength, uh, change and strengthen under various influences. Wait, what? Wait, I I haven't been to the I haven't been to the Mycenaean colonies in a while. What what's going on? Oh, well, drought seem to be disappearing in groups over there. Any creature of intelligence that seem to want to trade or interact with the Mycenaeans don't hear much from a lot of them, and those that come out seem to be influenced by the area. Um, you, like, when you say, like, drow have been disappearing, have any of drow been found with, like, I don't know, spores on their person? Oh, oh so it seems as if these spores, over time, control their, their inhabitants. And then I feel like I just got, like, an immediate, like, oh my god, yep. the guy in the prison! Yeah. Oh my god, the guy in the prison! Yep. And, I don't know, I feel like I hopefully can think this in like behind a wall, an imaginary wall, so the so Grigalax can't hear me. Oh yeah, um you don't have to reveal it and outside of your facial expressions, he can't make too much out of it, your your conclusion. Oh snap. Okay. I'm like, oh okay, so oh my god, I have so I feel like I I came with some questions and I have more questions. So wait, uh, what's is Neverlife Grove safe? We have a member of our group that eagerly wants to return. 
I myself have never been to Never Like Grove. It's secret to those, or even to just the Micaneers, but the areas where fungi are abundant or produced near the Micaneers, these are what we hear uh, these stories from. Good to, all right, good to consider. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just gave me a minute, I sit down and just like take it all in. Mm. I'm like, oh man, it's a lot has changed in the Underdark. Well, will you answer some of my questions? Sure, shoot. Tell me about your adventure up to this point. Tell me where you all gathered and come from. This is a unique gathering. Well... And he's just pretty much asking for your story. Well, uh, bullet points, can I can give you the bullet points, but first off, are you a fan of the drow of, of the area? He, he shrugs. I'm a fan of a drow as I'm a fan of Abilene's. It's, no, it's, my, it's not much of my concern if it's in the immediate area. Oh, so neutral, alright. I, I mentally take off uh, uh, true neutral in, in my like alignment sheet in my brain. And then I guess I'm like, okay, well, um, basically, we're, we escaped from a drow prison and we lost some people along, along the way. Um, we've had our share of dicey situations and near-death experiences. We are trying to travel to the closest town to, you know, regroup and hopefully decide from there. Some of us want to return to the surface, myself included. Some of us wish to continue our, and separate. Well, I wish I had just, I wish I met you all earlier. I found, I just found a random portal that sent goblins through not a day or so ago. Wait, you said that you saw some goblins? Yes. I've teleported in a random place here and there, ran into a few of them. Well, what do they look like in them? Did you describe the, the goblins we met earlier? The goblins look like goblins. I didn't say there was any, they weren't regal goblins or merchant goblins. Oh, here, have, I have a, a slightly more specific question. Were any of those goblins carrying jars of mushrooms, perhaps? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, that was all. Oh, I freaking knew it. It was the goblins. Oh, those those were good. Those were good goblins, man. They were they were really fun to hang around with. I performed a quick show. Right on the right place. They were traveling through similar various fog, and a portal opened up. I was there, so I made sure they they went to where they needed to go. Huh. Oh, all right. If you are, oh no, I I figured I traveling to this cavern. I would have assumed that they would be in some sort of portal here as well. Unfortunate. Well, um, huh, man, you've told me so much. I feel like I just need to take it in, but. You guys are still on the run from these drow. We're too. Yeah, we are. We are. I I wish I could be more optimistic, but I, I worry that we're being pursued by some drow, form, former drow captors, specifically Ibarra. Do you, have you heard the name? Oh. Uh, no, no, it's not a drow I've made acquaintance with. Well, she probably has a group of drow that are like intensely pursuing us. Let's just say we came to blow. But you all seem so nice. Well, we, you know, things happen and let's just say like we had to defend ourselves and well, so she almost lost her life and I feel like she might be like, I don't know, she, she gave me some very intense looks that kind of screamed, I'm gonna murder you if I get the chance. I would assume she have some sort of vendetta against prisoners escaping. Yeah, but it's me specifically, because I, and I'm not proud of this, but I kind of drugged her, because I thought she was gonna die. As you go into this story, it kind of like, you all have a moment of waking up as you, in each of your heads, you just hear this booming laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, see, I, okay, so here's what happened, you know, she was gonna kill us, and my friend was very non-violent, but it looked like she was on her last, like, you know, last breath of life, so I wanted to give her a very nice, gentle goodbye as she exited this mortal coil, but then I think she survived, and she came down from the trip, and probably was super mad at me, and I'm now worried that she's gonna try to kill me. Hmm. I mean, you know, they say good press and bad press is all the same, but I don't know. I feel like I'm worried about her knowing my name and hearing, like, about my adventures. It's kind of like a double. What was the name of the prison you all escaped? Uh, 
God, I don't even remember. I don't, honestly, I, what was it? Think of the, think of your time there for a moment. Just concentrate on the prison. Mm, if I had like a sheet with some useful notes that I had written back then, I would look through it, but I, I didn't at the time. <laughs> I want to say it started with an I. So Dick, as you're like, Inogi, as you're concentrating on the thought of the prison's name and moments of the prisoners and guards, you just like almost for a moment you feel a tugging in your head, in your mind, as the name, the words just pop into your brain. Oh, Belkenheim. To which just immediately Grizzlelag just says, oh, oh, hmm. How, uh, if this is not weird, did you escape with demons? With demons, no. By demons? During demons attacking, yeah, definitely. Oh, Grizzlelag, I grab him by the shoulder and I'm like, Grizzlelag, we had a whole plan. We were gonna like, take back our weapons and like shank a couple drow for like holding us prisoner and we had pipes and like hidden weapons and a plan and then demons showed up out of nowhere flying and bringing down hellfire it was crazy he stopped projecting his thoughts for a moment and just stares at you oh lord yeah no demons man like you you said it they just came flying from the skies like I don't know, in my head I was imagining like a Ride of the Valkyries kind of song playing as like, or maybe some like really intense metal as they like launched an attack on this prison. Do you know the feeling I'm saying? You know, like demons swarming all around you. People. I understand the impression you are projecting, yes. Blood flying, you know, people screaming like, kill me, God, I'll kill you, demons. Uh, you, you know? Surely, surely all of you are not plan to go to the surface world, do you have plans to depart, or do you know uh, where you're going exactly? I think like half of us are trying to get back to the surface world, yeah. Do you know any direct routes to the surface world? Direct routes? Like the routes that would save us the most amount of travel? Can you there take were... us to the surface world? Is that within your abilities? <laughs> he chuckles for a moment. Um, Your best bet would be to travel via city to or do a trade as well if you're looking for escape. Um, as I've mentioned before, various fairgrounds areas have a chance to be there's a chance to be a portal there as well that you could travel through. I can teleport you all to another location tonight if you like. However, I cannot guarantee where you'll end up. Ah, uh, oh wow, actually that might be pretty useful. I mean. So what, what do you mean guarantee you, you will end up like, what's the level of control you have like, like, oh, you guys will end up in the city, but just maybe in a different part of the city, or are we talking like... However, when it comes to other people, I, uh, uh -huh. I do not, I cannot guarantee that it would be as controlled or accurate. If you all are trying to head towards a city, I can send you in that area. Okay. So... But... I can't guarantee you all will make it towards the exact location. I cannot guarantee you all will be there together. And I cannot guarantee that you all will survive the force of the travel. Oh, so you had me until you said survive. I kind of need to survive. <laughs> I like I like living. Okay, well, Grigalax, do you want to join our merry band of travelers? I mean, we are He's... quite a collection of indiv individual stories and useful useful knowledge. You seem like a man of- I will merely escort you towards the end of these coverings. I still have research here that I wish to do, and I aim to aim, uh, meet up with my compatriots soon. Are you sure? I'm sure. Damn it, I'm man. sure you could, but- I mean, we. I can be very persuasive if you're, you're so inclined. And maybe a song or If two? you'd like to entertain me for the night, that would be nice. I, I still have goals here. Oh, okay, yeah. See, that's all, that's all I was trying to get at. I, I just wanted to play a, a tune. You don't get much chances to perform with an audience. Uh, but if you would just wait for a moment, and in your head, he kind of flashes a memory of... Here, I'm gonna need a wisdom saving throw after this, but what you see is this weird ebony dreadnought floating through the sky and you are inside of it as you are inside of it you see number of these strange uh pods or husk these vessels you hear strange painful screaming off in the distance 
and you in your in your uh, current uh, visual, you see a number of mind flares just dipping their hands into these tendrils, this pool, picking up these small little wiggling tendrils. And during this whole time, you just hear this weird violin song playing. And you snap out of the memory, and he looks at you and says, It was hard to um, gather details of that too, for you, but would you be able to play that God, song? what was that? Make Grigalax. a wisdom saving throw. Grigalax, what was... Okay, well, uh, I rolled a 20, but I also want to be like, Grigalax, what was that, man? Okay, so you do not have to worry about going insane. Was that a brain? Were, were those baby mind flayers? Do mind flayers have babies? Oh, uh, <clears throat> I apologize. I realize our culture... What was with the hides? Oh, uh, that was... I, were we flying? That was just uh, one of Were we flying in the sky? Can you fly? No, don't worry about any. Don't worry about in that. Can you? Are you capable of playing the song? Um, let me ask my knowledgeable DM. Do I have to roll something for that? You will give me a performance check. Uh, not at disadvantage since you're good on the wisdom save, and that goes. Okay, so, um, <laughs> yeah, not not bad. Um, I rolled an eleven. Okay, total. Uh, yeah, total. Let me double check to see if I have anything in my background that might aid me a little bit, but, um, no, unless the, unless Gregalax is a merchant, uh, it's just an 11. <laughs> you want to buy some brains? I mean, I, I don't want to say no, because it might be useful eventually, but I don't have need for brains. <laughs> so you try to recreate this haunting music that you at a brief little uh, section of. You have to actually compose yourself each time you bring it up. Right. Uh, bring up the song. Here. I, I kind of... Over about... about. I was say, I shake a little bit. I'm like, remember, you're you're a professional. You got this. Whew, okay. Professional. And like you said, I, I guess I tried my best. You managed to carry a tune, a decent one, for three minutes. And then you lose track of the... Uh, how the cadence of the song went. And to which Grizzly just puts his hands up and says, Thank you. I apologize for how I projected it, but I just assumed it was the easiest way of giving you the song. Uh, well, can't, I mean, can't be mad at you for trying, I guess, but, you know, it's okay. I, I do have one thing, like, one last thing. You, you like, really, seem really talented in all kinds of aspects of magic. Can you remove curses? He tilts his head. I can dispel dispel a number of arcane enchantments. It depends on the source. What do you? Well, and he just kind of trails off, like letting you pick up. Well, there's just a party member who says they're like cursed with a very unfortunate appearance, and I don't know. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and maybe try to ease him a little bit. He says he's cursed and he's a prince. Is the one with the horrible appearance. Well, no, I don't think it's horrible. But he says it's yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> kind of like looks like most of the Yeah, she's a dwarf about yay high. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about the the, the furry one in there. You know, blue awesome. fur, scruffy beard. Really, really wants me to be a taste what, tester. What kind of curse is he suffering from? Hmm? What What do you mean by curse? What is he suffering from? Oh, he said he, he was cursed to look like. A monster or something. I don't know. I think it looks looks fine, but he's some kind of elf prince. I still look like a monster. Well, I could, if you don't mind, I could go and inspect and try to help him. Yeah, sure. Uh, Nick, don't don't wake Pupito. I think he's a little jumpy, but yeah, you could if he gets up or on the next watch. Yeah, give it your best shot. Uh, you see him just kind of stand up and walk. It, it wasn't something you paid too much attention to unless you looked at it but as he walks towards the tent his leg it, he seems to be floating whoa cool slightly off the ground it, his cloak almost connects with it so if you weren't paying attention to him you think he's just shuffling across very cool I'm... he goes towards the tent and opens the flap and you see a little glow in his hand mm. and he places his palm on uh, Darren Nell's thigh, mm. casts magic. You see a small shim, uh, 
shimmer of energy go through his hand through to the thigh in case that was the same thing there was body and then nothing happened uh, and man. to which uh he turns to you and in your head you hear i've attempted to dispel it at the highest tier of magic i'm capable of if this is a transformation curse it's not visible oh uh, oh my poor buddy oh man and no thank you for trying but maybe this needs magic more powerful he, than you're yeah, capable He of. turns back to Darendil and then casts another spell, an arcane sigil in the air, uh, and just waits for a few seconds. Wow, what's up? Hmm. Cast again. Hmm. And turns back. He's not under any sort of polymorph magic or arcane curse. Wait, really? And this is a regular Craggle. Uh, oh, no. Oh, really? Oh, he's gonna. Oh, my God, my job! My prospects, but also, oh, it's so sad for for him. It's poor Darendel. Simple delusion or uh, deception, well, my friend. Uh, I mean, it might. Oh God, I'm so sad for Darendel. Oh, I don't know what to do now. Ah, I feel so bad. I mean, is it really a delusion? A little bit, though, you know. Oh, I do not know. I mean, what's the heart? Right. What is he? What did he say he is suffering from? Ah, uh, he's just a cursed prince that was taken from his kingdom and been forced to look like a crag off. <laughs> but I mean, hey, you know what? If he wants to be a prince, then I'll help him be a prince. If if he gets to the surface world with me, we'll find a role for him. Can I ask you one last question? Yeah, sure. Shoot, I'm getting a little tired. Do you feel your group is unified? Do you? trust everyone here uh i mean some more than others of the ones i've gotten the chance to know more i i definitely trust the fellow mykonid highly eldif while in at first being really hostile has seemingly come around and i can say i trust her very much so i really haven't gotten a chance to communicate much with Upido or or the uh kurotoa shushar but they seem okay Shushar seems genuinely friendly and gentle compared to the reaction he gets from most people and the other members of the group seem pretty fine. I don't know, I haven't had a chance or a reason to suspect them of anything other than their very rude, at times, response to me releasing my spores everywhere. Well, that's more than ever. Perhaps another time we, you, perhaps we can ask these questions again. Another time, who knows, you might travel, continue travels in this place and we'll meet again. Sure, I mean, if if we run across your fellow friends in the society, I'd love to meet them and introduce them. They seem, uh, if they're as... I'm sure Chris would enjoy conversations with you all. Yeah, if they seem as genuinely friendly as you, then the more the merrier. Um, this conversation continues and then you all, uh, you go ahead and finish your watch and everyone takes their long rest. Yay! Yay! Does does anybody want like a chance to talk with the mind flare? And I, I got a lot of chances. Oh yeah, it's now daytime. Uh, it's morning. It for as far as you all know, as I said, there's no actual sun. Oh yeah, that's true. Just the glow of the crystals, huh? You guys wake up and you see the uh, gnome caravan. They're already packed and ready to go, and they manage to reconnect their lizards to the cart and just uh preparing their own meal well they actually are nice to the lizards i was worried about that okay well i guess i just i i want to check in on everybody like i really want to tell darendel you know that we try to remove his curse but i don't know i feel kind of like i might want to just let him continue his delusion it doesn't seem to be hurting anybody i don't know, check up on everybody how they're doing i guess um at the moment it seems like grizzle x and eldiff are currently in a conversation you just can't hear what they're saying the gnomes are working to uh, get their stuff together. What is everyone else doing? Um, it, if there's... Uh, oh. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Flip a coin. Uh, Friendly in this contest. <laughs> Bull initiative. <laughs> Kill with kindness. I have, a, <laughs> I have a plus two to dex. Kill with but, kindness. Uh, if there's an hour of free time before everybody gets running up and running, I'd like to cast uh, Find Familiar as a ritual. Okay. Spider. We'll say you uh, get up uh, uh, about 30, an hour, 30 minutes earlier than everyone else. So when everyone's awakened, they kind of just see you finishing up the ritual. Describe your process of summoning your familiar. Um, so out of game, you did say that I did not need any of the con uh, components, right? Material components. Correct. Okay. You are connected via the mark. Okay. 
Um, so it's mostly just going to be uh, me. Uh, so let's see. I I sit up straight. And then I focus my hand almost as if I'm trying to touch something that's not there. Um, I, I reach my hand forward and I just place it there, steady, and I start slowly chanting uh, uh, the words. And the mark in my hand starts glowing slowly. And then the, the more it glows, uh, the, there's like some sort of a, a dark web like thing that sort of uh, creeps out of it into my fingers and starts building up and by the end of the entire process there's a little spider sitting on the edge of my index finger or like on the tip of my index finger as you are summoning it uh, you feel yourself pulling the webs from this boy summoning your familiar mm -hmm. you also feel numerous hands wrapped around you in like a warm embrace as you make this like you release this spell for the first time okay. and a soft female's voice whispering to your ear <laughs> and by the time you like his voice vanishes you have summoned your oh, okay. spider okay is it a sort of a familiar voice like have i heard it before um does it always happen when i summon no you have never heard this voice before okay I, I keep that. I look at the mind flayer just as I hear this voice, just to see that, if, uh, just to see if he's not messing with me. Uh, visually, it seems like he's engrossed in conversation with Eldiv. He's not talking mm -hmm. per se, but you see that he's focused his gaze and his tendrils towards her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, you see my tendrils looking towards you? You know what I'm oh. about. <laughs> oh, you have some very nice tendrils. I've seen this hentai. You're so big and curvy. Hey, I'm I'm tentacle I'm tentacle tentacle son, and I'm from Korea. I'm a new student. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, the podcast is going to be fun, you guys. Zoom in, send my player summer. Romantic music plays. <laughs> Before you guys depart uh, for travel, is there anything else you guys are doing for the month to start? When uh, the mind player is done with his flirtatious banter. Um, <laughs> it is gonna ask him, how old are you? Man? Oh, hold on, that's a good question. I wasn't expecting that question, actually. Oh, yeah. One second, as I tell, ask how old. It sounds like someone needs to pull up a stat block. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if someone asked me, what's your name? <laughs> oh, oh, just, I know, it's Krentis the Dentist. I <laughs> always Krentis the Dentist. <laughs> you ask this, uh, do you ask this in your, uh, do you think it or you just speak to him? Uh, yeah, I, I ask this out loud because I'm still not used to the brain. I, hmm, I've never kept track of that to be, I am, it's been, I've been here for a few centuries, but century. here in the Underdark, I can't say I've been oh. there as long. I've traveled over a couple of planes before residing here. It asks, what's a century? <laughs> and in seeing your head, you, you feel the sensations, the sensation of a hundred years passing, which is far beyond any lifespan of a grunge. Yeah, um, I'm going to roll a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, luckily I did not go insane from that, and I say, that's too long. <laughs> did it do a lot of things to do? Oh, uh, I've always been able to keep myself occupied. Something to study, something to investigate. Do you know how old I am? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks anyway. <laughs> God, that'll be one of the biggest mysteries of our campaign. How old is our fearsome leader, It? <laughs> well, I can tell you that time that It laid eggs was the first time it ever laid eggs. That was its puberty, so... <laughs> What's puberty for a grunt? Apparently it's a bunch of eggs dropping in water. And well, you know, it was the first fertile season. The first mating season, but you know, well, there's no other grunts. It's not that interesting. Cut to the fan fiction of Sushar and Grunt. Oh, Sushar just like, oh. like a salmon, oh. just like. Are, <laughs> are you are you shipping it? <laughs> I mean, that's God's own will. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not that exciting. It's just you know, 
when a mommy and daddy love each other very much, they just throw <laughs> their sex cells into the water and, you know, leave. <laughs> there should be a manga where, like, the mommy and daddy have to explain how they how they have kids for each species. God, that'd be so <laughs> sad if it was salmon. It'd be like, one day when you grow up, you're gonna swim up a river, fuck, and then die. It's it's the salmon reading a letter from their parents. Yeah, of course, the parents just got. Oh my god, salmon are just cubone. That's so sad. Anyway, we got off track. If there's nothing else you all are doing, um, I need one person to take leave. As you, you and Grizzlex will just continue through the cavern. Give me a survival check with advantage. That person. Okay. Um, I think it should be our leader. It. Okay. Oh yes. Uh, it's either a twelve or a twelve. I wonder which one. <laughs> fast, normal, or slow pace? Uh, well, it is a fast creature, so if we're really going by my speed, it's going to be a slow pace relative okay. to everyone else. With the hesitant guidance of it, you all travel through the Crystal Caverns. Um, along the way, Grizzlelax just points out a few sites here and there. Um, the gnomes start collecting a bushels of crystals that they spend time gathering. You see that they have a small smile in their eye every time you look. They it seems like they're going to try to sell these crystals. Uh, the travel through the cavern only takes about three four hours of the day, and at the end of it, you see Grizzlelax start to make his way back into the cavern. I thank you all for your journey. This was fun. I hope to see you all again. In fact, uh, let me part you with a few gifts. He goes over to Enoki and hands you a small wand that seems to have a little crystal, uh, little quartz crystal at the tip of it. Well, well what's this? What? I, I already have a spell casting focus. What, what is this? Oh, this is nothing of, nothing special. Just, uh, it's a wand of pure arcane energy. Just focus on a target and it will launch energy towards it. And in that in late in the dm sense you have a wand of magic missiles oh cool holy crap he then nice. goes over towards uh is it level one zuvar is, hmm? is, i'm guessing that's level one magic missile yeah yes that's awesome but it's the wand of magic missiles i think if i think there's a chance to upcast it depending on how the spell details work i'll i'll give you the item sheet later cool he goes over to Zuvar and says this is a long due uh, payment. Your family and their connections have helped me a long time ago, and I've never got to uh, reward you for that. And he hands you a scroll. Okay, I take the scroll in. Go ahead and mark a scroll of Misty Step in your inventory. Oh. And I think to myself, uh, lesson trying to communicate with him. How exactly did my family help you out? And when you send that message, you get a flash mm. of a symbol in your head. Uh-huh. And you get a sim- you, you see a symbol of a snake with wings flying downward as if it was engulfing. It seems to be trying to consume a small circular item. And go ahead and make me a history check at advantage to see if you can recall what that what that's from. Okay. Uh, thank God I had advice. Uh, that was a 13. 13? Um, that symbol is kind of prominent in the service world. You, uh, you though, however, don't know how it's connected to your family. It's weird that they would have connections with the Zentarum. Okay. What you know is a kind of black network organization mm. that is all over the world. They usually travel from section, mainly in the surface world. You didn't know they had connections down here in the Underdark. Okay. And you don't know what connection they have with their family. They're pretty much a black network, a uh, black market group. Uh, they work with the rogues, the bandits, some of the more mischievous people of the world. You said they're black market? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. They are the main connection to the underground world okay so i i find myself i mean uh grizzlelock he's become a little bit confused but i'm not asking any more questions and i'm just trying to digest whatever i've been shown and trying to see if i remember any other connection that it wasn't come to me it wasn't you who assisted me but someone who was similar to you you have their face and their masculine looks Ooh, i sense oh. uh 
their masculine wiles. Oh, another ship? Do we have another ship in our hand? <laughs> you describe any adjective with the gender and ship. boom, ship. Yep. Hey, that would be cute. I support the ship. You're gonna have to fight Elder for those tentacles. Hey, there's money to go around for everyone. Oh, good luck, though. Okay. Thank you. I guess I'll come up with uh, with more questions to get them. It sounds like he's flustered a bit. Inside, <laughs> inside his head, inside all of your heads, he mentioned, "You all are running from the drow." As a, another token, I will aid you in a small way and alter the path that you've taken so far. I'm sure that will mess with them a bit. You all also mentioned traveling to the Dark Lake. He, um. Be wary of the terrain changing. I can't say that the cre you all have to encounter too much, but there's some people that tend to turn mad as they uh, get closer. Watch out for the warning signs. Watch out for creatures that conceal themselves. Good to know. Good to know. Well, actually, um, it sounds like you're going to depart soon. I just wanted to tell everybody that if we encounter more members of society you can probably drop his name and they will help us out am i wrong to assume that uh you're not you're right to assume that most of us are pretty friendly and willing to help out and as long as you don't shoot first i'm looking at you you know who i'm looking at <laughs> does anybody like look away or like like guilty? i look away i look away Zuvar, go ahead and give me a deception check to try to like hide you <laughs> looking away <laughs> <laughs> Oh, deception, deception, deception. I will use everyone's passive insight, which isn't too high for you guys. Natural 20 plus 3. Oh. No one, you look and no one, it's just stone faces for everybody. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. <laughs> You'll never know who shot Kennedy. Playing a court. Um, it is sad to know that uh, he's going to leave. So before he does, it is going to give him a ball bearing. You drop the ball bearing onto his hand. He picks it up with his tendrils and like kind of rolls it around with them. I say that one is my 67th favorite. Ah, what an honor. Yeah, out of a thousand, that's pretty good. Thank you, little one. I will remember this gift and have something for you next time I see you. Until then, <laughs> we go ahead and make Mark write down 67 ball bearing. <laughs> yeah, update your inventory. Right. Well, now I have 998 ball bearings. So, you guys continue onward, and at this point, the terrain um, changes to just regular cavernous uh, routes. Nothing of notice for the rest of the journey. It's about a whole day of silent travels it seems like whatever came this way before you all um cleared out a lot of the danger and it comes to a point where you all see a clear not a so much a fork in a road but the paths begin to change uh the gnomes start taking this taking this path that begins to ramp upward and they look at you all and prepare their departure like their goodbyes it's been nice hanging out with a large group. It's simpler than traveling alone. Hopefully we all see you guys where you're not running from danger so much. Before we part ways with them, it is going to go to Eldith and ask to borrow that glove she made. She hands it to you. And it is going to not put its hand in the glove, but just kind of use the glove as a buffer to go over and pet both of the lizards. Man, you had me fool. I thought you were going to say thank you or good best of travels, but Oh, so remaining in character. They watch you uh, walk across and walk past the gnomes who are just kind of awkwardly staring at you <laughs> as if he was about to say goodbye. <laughs> Shaman had kind of like a small tear in his eye when you approach, like, oh, you was, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and you go towards the, uh, what did I name one of them? It wasn't Billy, right? That was the other gnome. No, no, that Billy is the youngest gnome. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. So you go towards the one with the... Uh, golden gray scale is hey, the one that had a collar named Sally and she kind of just stares at you. Go ahead and make me an animal handling check to try to pet it. That's 20! Oh. <laughs> you gestured towards the glove for it to pet it, to pet it 
it sniffs the glove and instead of sniff, uh, just nudging the glove it, uh, it rises up and nudges you with like with a, so a lot of force into your chest pushing you back for a second then it kind of leans forward again and starts rubbing on you i um uh, regretfully pull away to keep it safe and you see a part of his head covered in your music mucus and it kind of chirps and shakes it off that makes me happy i say very quietly to both the lizards you can escape if you want if you want to leave I'll help you. <laughs> so, are you making any attempts to do any other action while you say that, or you just say that to them? I am very intently looking at their lizard faces <laughs> for any sign that they don't want to be pets anymore. You, you try to throw this. You, you try to like send this intention towards them, and Sally just stares at you. And just like licks the side of your face with this forked tongue for a moment. Oh no! It's just kind of confused by what you mean. It doesn't seem to get the message. It says, "I understand," and I am going to, <laughs> as discreetly as I can, tuck a dagger somewhere on the lizard <laughs> where I feel like it can use it. <laughs> The powers, it's its in their hands now. Give me a, sl a, a sleight of hand check. <laughs> oh, wow. That could be a fun one shot. Okay, that's just an eight. <laughs> well, Eli, now you know. If you want to write a one shot about these lizards escaping. <laughs> Kill your masters. <laughs> you come back, they have tattoos all over their faces and piercings. It's just like, we have gone towards the dark side since she's giving us the tools. They're bipedal now and like... <laughs> They can speak common. <laughs> uh, you try to subtly slip this dagger into their hand, uh, saddle, and it just drops with a tink, 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 tink. Oh my god! Shame. Can you imagine if we like come across like later in the campaign? There's an entire shrine dedicated to you, and it's just like lizards worshiping you. <laughs> With a bunch of gnome corpses hanging from above. Yeah. And they're like, listen to the words of the prophet, stare into each other's eyes. Image <laughs> <laughs> kind of turns and sees the dagger on the ground. It's just like, what, what, what the hell are you doing? It uh, worriedly looks at the lizards and looks back and just says, I, he shall, he doesn't know what to make of the situation. He just sees the dagger on the ground and just like, oh. Well, you, you, you dropped that. Uh, we're going to... This is gonna... not my dagger. This is Sally's dagger. And I, and this time I just give the lizard, like, I tuck the dagger. It's like the lizard's, like, I don't know, like, one of the straps on its side or something. I give just kind of tuck it in and give it a little pat. Are you paying attention to, are you paying attention to you doing this? Or are you just, uh, while looking at Se Seamus, slip it in? I am not trying to hide it now. I'm okay. just like, this right. is... This is hers. This was always hers. She dropped it. He just stares and kind of like try to gather himself, like resolve himself, and just well, um, if you guys ever make your way to Blendingstone or Gontagil, be sure to call out for us. We might have one of our guys working there. You all should. He points towards the path that branches off towards a corner. You guys should take that area. Um, like the guy. Like the Mind Flayer said, if you're trying to escape the trial, we think this it's going to be a little tougher traveling. It's going to be a lot of like cat, like rope bridges and caverns you got to climb up and down. But you take that path and make it way your way your way through. You, you you'll be able to avoid the trial. Genuine out of character question for the party: Where are we going again? Dark Lake. Yes. Oh, okay. We're going to Dark Lake, right, everyone? And Dark Lake is where Shushar. From. You mean that place I randomly said I wanted to go? Yes. Yeah. We're just committing to that? You're you guys leader. put so much commitment. To, holy crap, is this where y'all break up? You're apart? the leader. <laughs> you want to do let in make major decisions. It's fine. You're, this is why you're the leader. The leader. <laughs> okay. Now we have a Mind Flayer Society at our, at our hands. Okay. God, we, we are making connections. Oh, yeah. And you guys kind of have this conversation, like, Bapita speaks up, like, we, the goal was to head towards the Dark Lake, uh, to head towards Slipperdope, where our Skuator friend is, hey, should be able to get us passage through the Dark Lake to head toward 
it's Cracklestone. <laughs> and he kind of looks up at everyone and he's like, I, I believe that was why I was the navigator. Am I not? Am I not making this clear? And he just says at everyone. <laughs> like, for a moment, everyone just realizes that they were just following along. Like, everyone's trying to go towards the con. They think that one guy dressed up in a costume <laughs> knows where they're going. Oh my god, yes. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you were one of the football people, not the dragon. Well, okay, so, um, right, before the notes go, and before we continue down this path, are we going to Dark Lake, right? Or, <laughs> you know, just like, yes, that is, I, I am going to the Dark Lake to get to my city, Krakenstag. Elder just awkwardly like, I'm with you all, because surface world options, and she points to Bipedo. <laughs> Darren Dale is just like, my, he points towards, for some reason, Inoki, my taste tester slash navigator slash entertainment was leading the way and I'm following Aww. him. Hopefully he will Still not off. fail in his duty. Shushar is just awkwardly like, I home is the dark like I am. Okay. Dual silent, just looking at everyone frantically like, Yeah, okay, okay, dark like. It says, I like water. <laughs> <laughs> Sabara, Bushgash, are you are you guys still, you know, team Dark Lake? <laughs> I'm following the crew, so yeah. Yes, that's that was the plan. Rob kinda just groans and hisses a little steam in response. <laughs> Alright. To which would you say great leader? They kinda like all look down at it. At this moment it is just kind of like playing with the little crystal beetle <laughs> Oh. How wise. Like just looking at it and like such wisdom. <laughs> it just like kind of like hesitantly licks it to see if it tastes like a beetle or like a rock. How profound. We will never be able to understand what any of this means. <laughs> oh, the they know so much. Chamish <laughs> and Billy just staring at each other kind of like, right, right. Well, we're about to head off now. <laughs> okay, dark like it is. Thanks for the help. You be nice to those lizards or, you know, I feel like they might try to stab you. <laughs> Murfridge, uh, right before he, you all depart, uh, Murt goes over to Ugesh and hands him this uh, sheet. It's silver sheet with this little X across, uh, that seems to be carved onto it. You get yourself the gaunt again. You show up, uh, you go to this tavern. It's going to have a giant eye at, on the sign. That's all. That's the best description I can give you. Don't ask, don't worry about it. Just look for the tavern with the eye sign. A tavern with an eye on the sign. I, 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 You go in there, you hand the bartender this safe. You know you work with me. I'm sure you can get yourself some fun. <laughs> Sounds like a brawl. <laughs> Ooh, some fun. <laughs> Jakes, thank you for asking some of your questions. Like the one about Seraph made me happy when you made that connection. Oh yeah, dude, I was excited. Cause I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think this is starting to sound like something that <laughs> happened. I have been very curious about it. Who knows what kind of connections you can make from that? Yeah. yeah, well, I didn't think I would ever get a chance to ask about it, but suddenly it came up and I'm like, oh, nice. You know, like asking how old a mindfair is and waiting 30 seconds of silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for... Um... He was like counting up all of his moments he remembers. So, thank you for listening to this episode of Next Line Initiative, Crystal Connections. And we appreciate you sticking around to the end. Special thanks to David George as Ugesh the Fighter, Jack Phillips as Krav the Warforge, Maya Ross playing It the Grunge, Arun Badaraj as Zuvar the Half Elf, and Jakes Hernandez as Inoki the Ma. Uh, Why is that the one I messed up on? Jakes Hernandez as Inoki. Well, I appreciate you, man, and thank you for being the DM for this campaign, you know? Inoki. <laughs> Inoki. 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 Inoki out of the abyss. Inoki. <laughs> okay, okay. So, some of the sound effects for this episode were made by me. The sources for the majority of the sound effects and music can be found in the description, and they were all used under Creative Commons licensing. This podcast is unofficial fan content of the D&D 5e module, Out of the Abyss. We are not sponsored or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast. Come on, get at us. <laughs> Any role-playing we do as characters, depiction of locations, or other content in this module 
is fan content of this podcast of the source material. So please support the official content. So please support the official content. Thank you for listening and stay tuned to the next episode. So yeah, appreciate you sticking around. Um, so Elijah, do you have any outgoing messages for this episode? Wear your fucking mask. There's a new version. <laughs> yeah. It's like COVID's Eevee now. You don't want the sun type. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wear your mask if you need to wear your mask. And uh, actually, I think you probably need to wear a mask outdoors in general nowadays, huh? But yeah, wear your mask, everyone. We appreciate you and, you know, stay safe out there. Yeah, take care, everyone, and continue listening.